Change is something you need in your DNA. It's exciting and not exhausting to learn more or to see new things. It's like some kind of pioneer thing that we are doing. So this feeling that you step on uncharted terrain. That's Stefan Richter and Claudia Dietze, co-founders of Freiheit. Freiheit is a software company based in Germany. They believe in creating digital platforms to enable a better future for everyone. On this episode of Think Like a Founder, we talk about curiosity, grit, and how honesty is key to their co-founder relationship. I'm Maureen Taylor, and this is Think Like a Founder. So, you know, for a co-founder relationship to work, and I know this as well as you do, you need to have shared values. In fact, that's probably what keeps uh, people together more than anything else. And one of the things that makes you two such a good pair is that you both have great respect for each other and each other's core competency and what you bring to the relationship. Claudia, besides that mutual respect, what else makes this relationship work for you? Everything we are doing, we want to do it really, really great. So we are not easily satisfied with something. And we discuss it and we are very honest to each other. So on a very straightforward way, if we are thinking this is the wrong direction or somebody from us has the wrong opinion about something, then we discuss this very hardly and intense. And for other people, this might be sometimes exhausting, uh, for us, it is a normal way to work together. The second thing I would say is that we will never give up. So for us, it's so important. If we want something, we are on it. I would talk about grit. So this means there is nothing which can stop us. We are very straightforward then and work together on this main goal to achieve it. And we will never stop until we achieve it. For me, it's the most important factor of our good cooperation. Claudia and Stefan are both very driven. Their way of working may seem intense to some, but they're able to keep up with each other. There's a passion for their work that sometimes bubbles to the surface of their co-founder relationship. Stefan shares a story from their early days in the company. I think it was around 20, 21 years ago. So we started company 22 years ago. So one of the earliest engineers, he was like on this first or second day. And at that time, we were basically six people, five engineers and Claudia or something like that. And Claudia and me were fighting in the kitchen. We were fighting about something, how we do it and who has the right opinion about something. But we were doing this constantly. So everybody knew that we do this. And after three minutes, this will be over. But this guy was really like, he thought like tomorrow we will have no job and the company will be gone. And, and so he went back to the other said like, they're fighting. What's going on? And said like, no, that's completely normal. Just sit down and relax. We are not fighting that hard anymore, but we still fight every day, I would say. Fighting is not a bad thing, especially if there's respect and that mutual mutual values and that you're fighting for the same thing overall. Part of being a founder, I think, is like being an artist. It's not something that you punch in and punch out like with a time card for a job. And the idea of relentlessness and perseverance is something that resonates with us. I think this aspect of seeing this as an artistry is, I think it's also, it's like some kind of pioneer thing that we are doing. So 
we are doing software and when we started in the internet times in 1998 so nobody actually knew what will happen and how this would turn out at that time everybody thought the internet will be the next tv and so it turned out completely different and at that time it was also this feeling that you step on uncharted terrain that you do something and you just move forward and you don't know actually where, but you have to keep your headlight on and and move forward and try to find the path. And this is actually what still excites me is that we always go for uncharted paths and try to be first somewhere. And this is also why our main management team is called the P team. That's the pioneer team because we always have to pioneer because we have to move forward. We cannot just stop or so. That's very inspiring. I like the P team. I think I'm going to take that from you. That's really cool. Pioneer, Claudia, do you agree? The artistry or pioneering, seeing beyond what is possible. Yes, definitely. I've never thought that this will be so exciting as we started. At that time, it was in October 1998. It's the same month as uh, Google was founded. So you can imagine how the situation at that point was. It was completely different. In the last 22 years, the market changed so often so much in so many different directions. And I think the most, the most important thing is that change is something you need in your DNA. This is very important. It does not feel special. It should feel normal for you. And if you are curious, and this is something which we are all in our company, if you are curious, you want to learn, you want to discover new things, and it's exciting and not exhausting to learn more or to see new things. Our work is every day question ourselves to ask, is this good? Can we do it better? Is this the right direction? What shall we change? So this feels very, very inspiring instead of exhausting. For us, it's important to know. So that's an interesting point, that it's inspiring versus exhausting. Curiosity and asking why, that you're always learning. It's not like something is done or something is finished, that you're always open. And I know, Stefan, you've been curious since you were a little kid, whether it's books you've read or instruments you've played, but that curiosity of continuously learning is part of both of your DNA. When I was a kid, basically, my mother always told me later that she could just give me a book and I was just look at the pictures all the time. I couldn't read this when I was very small, of course. And then from that on, I was always reading. And every couple of months, I had a new thing that interested me, like astronomy or chemistry or stones or trees or birds. So all these different things that I was into. And finally, I found the computer and writing the first program was really like the end of this. What is the most interesting thing for me? Of course, I'm still interested in all these things, but programming really changed the way I saw my future because I wanted to do this for the rest of my life and found a company. And what I also like with programming, you can create very complex things in your head and you can build them themselves. So it's very rare that people can do this. For example, you can be an architect and you build a new football stadium in the middle of Los Angeles or whatever. And you can also imagine that, and but you cannot even draw it maybe alone. And of course, you cannot build it yourself. But I could build something in my head just from thinking about the program and then writing it down. And it is maybe as many parts as the stadium has. This is the beauty of it. You can build crazy things. And I think what comes with this, and I think this is also important also for curiosity, is not just to ask, 
why or how, but also why not or why like this? Because I think you often have to just jump back and say, like, is this really right what we are doing? So one of the things, Stefan, that a lot of founders, if you decide something and then you need to change your mind, it's something that is okay. You've said this before. Tell us about that. Talking with somebody, like normally in job interviews, people ask you, what's your strengths, what's your weaknesses? And then they come up with some minor problems that you might have. And then I also thought about this and I thought actually one of my strengths is that I can completely change my mind anytime. So the moment I have new data that is not fitting in my model that I have in my mind, I will immediately change my mind. I will say like, yeah, you're right. Of course, to get me there takes work. Today, I was also hanging out with my team. I said like, prove me wrong. Please poke a hole into this. I'm not done with it. I'm not super happy with this model, but please try to prove me wrong. And I really want this and I really need this. And I think this is also a good habit if you start a company and not sticking too long on things or sticking too much around with things that might not work. And if you have new data, this also comes with listening to people. It's also a great technique to have to listen to people. And this is really where the difference is or where innovation is happening is when people think out of the box, out of the group and say like, could we turn this completely around and make this work completely different? And this is the most exciting part of me when we are able to do something like that. So Stefan, you were interested in a lot of things at one point or another, but you were ultimately drawn to programming because it gave you that opportunity to build something unique and to work with people who think differently. And Claudia, when you were little, you wanted to live in Paris. What did you want to be when you grew up? As a young girl, I was thinking about, okay, Paris, this is my, my metropolitan. This is very creative, inspiring city. I want to live there when I'm growing up. And yes, at that time, I had something in my mind that I will be a fashion entrepreneur. So it was very clear that I will be a founder. So at that time, I couldn't imagine that I founded a software company. This is a crazy thing. But at that time, I was clear I want to found a company. And it was what much more the fashion industry, which was attractive to me. And I saw me very independent as an independent woman with a driver and a cool big company and a lot of great intelligent people and teamwork and people who are around me and discussing a very intense energy. So this was what I wanted as I was a young girl. And to be honest, everything is correct right now excluding the fashion thing. So I have a software company, but it is, as you said before, this is arts too. And as I have two hearts in my chest, the mathematics, the logical thing, and on the other hand, the, the emotional, the creative thing. So this is a good combination. I'm so happy to be in this industry right now. Well, I do think this industry right now is the inflection point when we look at human history. So art and technology, people who are in this industry or who really do think outside the box, who are trying to make the world a better place, somehow there is a combination of those two things. Yes, and I have to add, to develop software is a very creative way. You create something. 
And this is the most motivation thing on it. If you are asking a developer, what, what is it about developing software? You would always hear, yes, I built something, then it is running. So this is the moment where somebody is really inspired of the work. You create something, you bring it alive. This is the moment which makes a good combination between technology and art, because it's not only something you are, you're not a painter, but it is similar to that. You create something and somebody is using it. I agree. It is hard to explain, but I do agree with you. And then back to Stefan, now that your company has been around for 22 years and you have reached your first goals and you made it through the dot-com bubble, the 2008 financial crisis, what gives you such staying power? Yeah, that's funny because our company is in the third financial or whatever crisis, global crisis. And we survived all of them, hopefully this one too. And we are, I think, on a good way. There's also a nice story. In 2008, our chancellor, Angela Merkel, was in, on TV, I think, with the Minister of, of Economics or whatever. And they were there and saying, like, you people, you don't have to be um, afraid. Your money is safe. And then Claudia Mee were in front of the TV and was saying, like, why is she saying that? Why, why is she saying exactly that? That moment we thought, okay, the money is probably not safe because this is why she's saying that. And then that moment we had a glass of wine and we said like, okay, then we start from zero. We don't care, actually. I think this was also one of the defining moments and still also now in this time. We are not in this game just to make money. This is for us a byproduct. We do it because we want to do something really good. This is also why we're in here and, and think now, okay, what kind of problems do we have to solve now? to survive this and come out even stronger. Claudia said to her team, we want to come out stronger from here. Every day I want to do my best. And this is because we only live once. This means you want to do the best with the best people. It's so important. What kind of people do you have around you? What is your team? What are you discussing? I know that I have a very strong energy and that I'm always asking for, can we do it faster, better, higher, bigger? I don't know. I can't stop. But this energy is something which brings me to new ideas, to my curiosity, to make it possible that we are changing things. We have a high speed and a high pace. And I think, yes, I like to be a founder. And as you asked me what was your dream as you were a six years old girl, it was not that I said, I want to be a founder. It was, but it was the definition of that. This was, yes, I want to do it so great. And I want to do it so special because we only live once and we have to make the best thing. And this is a, a side product, as Stefan said, if you are successful, you can, you can earn money. Even some people are successful without earning money, I have to say. So if there are people out there listening, they might have this weird sense of themselves and thinking that they're supposed to be doing something. I'm supposed to be doing something and I just didn't know what it was. They had this urge, it wasn't as defined. What advice do you give to them? When I look back, when I said to my mother, I will found a company, she started to cry, actually, and said, oh, you have such a good job. Why you do this? And she basically thought that this will be the end of my career or whatever. So I didn't care so much about it. I think you should believe in your dreams. This is like, this sounds very cheesy, right? But it's really like that. And of course, you also need a little bit of luck. 
and you need people who support you. That makes it easier. I think this was also very good that I started with Claudia because she was taking over the economical part of what we are doing and the business part. So this was really good, especially as an engineer. You basically focus on programming and maybe not so much on invoicing in the beginning. I don't know. So I think having good friends and people who support you and also have a little bit of luck. And I think luck is also something that has maybe higher chance that you are more lucky if you are friendly to people. If you're a good person yourself, I think the older I get, the more I think the better you are as a person, the more comes back to you. And this, I think, is also good. If you stumble or trample over people, it will not help you on the long run. And I also like one sentence from Warren Buffett. He said, get rich slow. You don't have to get successful fast. Maybe just get successful slow. Just keep on doing it. We all have to work 40 years at least. So just keep on going. And Claudia, what about you? Don't think too much. Do it, do it, do it. You will see it is easier than you expect to do things. Mm -hmm. As Stefan said, you need luck, but it's much more than this. Sometimes you need, need brave. So there are some challenges, some opportunities on the horizon or on your way, and you need courage to pick it up and to try it. You don't have to be afraid of failure because it's so important to get experience and then you feel what you have to do. So for me, it was always very important to be open-minded for everything, to talk especially to younger people. The younger generation inspired me every time because they have different opinions and different perspective on things. Experience is one thing. It's good to have conversation with people who have their experience and to share this. Yes, for sure. But for me, very often, it's much more important to talk to the younger people to learn about what is the change in that generation, what they are thinking is in the future, and to learn from that and to try and to do new things. I totally agree. I think there's, of course, every great thing started with somebody belittling you, maybe saying like, no, this will not work. Like flying will not work whatever innovation we have, people said in the beginning always, this is not possible. And maybe there are some people who are not afraid of being wrong and being belittled by others saying it can't be done. And maybe even getting motivated by that. And maybe that's a founder. I don't know. was Stefan Richter and Claudia Dietze, co-founders of Freiheit. Freiheit is a software company based in Germany. They believe in creating digital platforms to enable a better future for everyone. I'm Maureen Taylor. Thanks for listening. Next time on Think Like a Founder, I talk to Maynul Modal, co-founder and CEO of Ellipsis Health. They use artificial intelligence to identify depression and anxiety through natural speech patterns, and they're committed to solving the unmet needs of mental health for everyone. We talk about how creative outlets developed his curiosity as a child, democratizing mental health care, and how empathetic listening is fundamental to his mission. Think Like a Founder is produced by SNP Communications in San Francisco, California. Learn more by visiting us at snpnet.com. 
www.maureentaylor.com or connect with me, Maureen Taylor, on LinkedIn to continue the conversation there. Series producer is Roisin Hunt. Sound design by Mark Ream. Creative producer, Eli Shell. Content and scripting by Mike Sullivan. Production coordination, Natasha Thomas. Thanks also to Selena, Persiani Shell, John Hughes, and Ren Barra. This is Think Like a Founder.